Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune your ears and open your brain for Encyclo Comica! What's up, Super Butts? Welcome to Encyclo Comica, episode 11, <clears throat> bitch. You counting? Uh, ah, trying it out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's the uh, uh, where we do the show where we do the doop the doop doop. We do the doop do on the stupid do. I think that's all you need to say. Doop do on the stupid do. The show's going fucking crazy. Super do. Where we do the deep dive on the super guys and gals and do's. And dudes. (laughs) And monsters and aliens and cyborgs and cowboys and anthropomorphic bricks and uh, Italian tailors. Aliens. Aliens. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs of all genders and all sexual orientations. But not religious views. No, that's what we hard stance. That's right. No religions. Uh, no, No shit. Even though... We already did Jesse Custer, yeah. <laughs> which, that is is a, true. which is a pretty heavy yeah. <laughs> religious influence book. That is true. But are you actually recording or is yeah? That's a that's okay, the old all right, one. Good. Don't fucking question. I'm me. sorry. How dare you? You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Um. Yeah. So is that three foot chicken men. What three foot chicken men? That's an oh. Uh, and three foot chicken men. I like it. It's either they have three feet or they're three feet tall. You choose. But if they're chicken men, they can, can they be three feet tall with three feet? They could be. That would be nine. That'd be a three foot, three foot chicken man. (laughs) (laughs) Three by three. (laughs) We have fun. Do we though? I don't know. I think I'm I hate myself real bad. Oh, self deprecating man is here, everybody. (laughs) I can't wait for this one. Oh boy. You know the powers of self loathing. Right. I self loathe and you guys are just so much better than me that it brings me down hard to the point where I don't know if I should exist in this world. I'm having actual problems. My heart palpitations are rising because I'm not worth it. Hey, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Man. We like you. Well, I appreciate that. It sounds like a lie. No, but it's true. Nope, it can't be true. <laughs> nope. It's not <laughs> happening. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. What do you think about your physical appearance, self-deprecating <laughs> it, man? It's the most horrifying thing. I make Elephant Man look like, uh, what's his Tom name? Brad Pitt. Pitt. <laughs> Tom Brad Pitt Cruz. <laughs> Tom Pitt. Ugh. This is, this That's is a, a gross start. name. I know yeah, that wouldn't Brad Crew sounds better. Brad? Tom Pitt. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note, that is a gross name. Tom so, Pitt. If there's anybody out there named Tom Pitt, I'm gonna go on Facebook. You are grosser than me. It sounds very close to Armpit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a <laughs> shit name. I'm grossed out by that. I got. Tom. I hate you more than I hate myself. I can smell that name. <laughs> <laughs> I found one oh. Tom Pitt. Really? On Facebook. Fuck him. Invite him <laughs> invite him to join the Make Fun Network. No. Absolutely not. I don't want that piece of shit around. You're such a gross human being. He could f- probably be fine, but that It's unlikely with a name like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to judge a book by the cover. Tom Pitt has a page. I'm judging him. Oh. I don't know what he does. I think he does poetry, to be honest with you. Ugh. I'll a Tom Pitt would do yeah. poetry. Yeah, I'll yeah. That sucks. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Anyway. I hate myself in short. 
Yeah, we know. And Tom Pitts. And Tom Pitts. And Pitt. Tom Pitts. So two people in the world that are trash and should no- not exist anymore. Me and Tom Pitt. <laughs> Garbage. Him first, though. Garbage people. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Sorry, I ranted a little bit. Yeah, well, hey, be very specific about your face. My face? <laughs> Ugh, the nostrils themselves, too big. <laughs> yeah, go on. Nostrils so big, it's... How I, big are they? So big, none of you guys have oxygen anymore. <laughs> I'm not funny at all. <laughs> you know, I will put my head in a stove later. Okay. I don't Why like not that. the oven? Hmm? <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot, apparently. <laughs> so, like, you guys, your brains work so much better than mine. Uh, you know what? Your brains are like fridges. They're running all the time. Mine is like a corpse. It's just <laughs> dead <laughs> and not doing anything. Anyway, what are you talking about, Matt? I'm talking about <laughs> Animal Man. Who's that? Animal Man. You know him? Fro, you heard about Animal Man? I have. Yeah? But I, I've only read very little. Very little. Very little. I read very little, too. I really liked what I read, and I didn't even finish that book. Yeah, what I was reading... Not it, surprised. It, uh... <laughs> well, hold on a second. What? I'm not surprised that you haven't finished it, because you got a lot to catch up on. All right, all right. And you're a Marvel boy more so than a DC boy. Yeah, right? but I really liked this book. Really? Oh, I did. I liked it a lot. Wow, I wish I had known that before I chose it. I would have picked someone else. No, 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 no. Hi. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, uh, I'm glad you Because I like it. the abuse that I get from that. Actually. Yeah, I bet you do. Listen, yeah. I, can, I can dish it out no matter what. Yeah, you definitely can. You <laughs> ship bum. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our good friend Animal Man, created in 1965 by Dave Wood and Carmine Infantino in See? Strange Adventures number 180. I knew this character has been around for a long time, and I've only read, like I said, one book, and I didn't even finish it. So I'm really curious as to earlier iterations about him. So I please, did not know he was that old. Yeah. Go on. So Carmine Infantino, mostly famous for uh, designing Barry Allen, the Silver Age Flash, and illustrating the Flash of Two Worlds, which introduced the whole multiverse concept to DC and basically started the Silver Age. Um, but, you know, he was used in the Strange Avengers book for a little while, but then... Strange Avengers? Strange Adventures. Adventures. Ah, Sorry. okay. Uh, for a little while, but then disappeared and only had like six other appearances up until they rebooted in 87 for Crisis. Okay. So mm-hmm. it was very, very rarely used in the 60s and 70s. So his name is Buddy Baker, and his origin is he was abducted by aliens, and they grafted on him these alien powers. Uh, in some tellings, he was basically close to death, and in, in order to save him, they grafted on these animal powers. And so when he is close to an animal, he can tap into their abilities. Mm. Um, and uh, But uh, an interesting point of it is that he often like doesn't understand like how that's possible. Like He can breathe underwater, but he doesn't have gills. And right. He can fly, but he doesn't have wings like a bird. Then he taps into an aardvark. He's like, I don't know what the fucking aardvark does. <laughs> exactly. like, why is this the only animal near me? <laughs> the fuck? He can, he can eat ants. You're right over there, Matt. I just uh, not to derail, but I just tried uh, like a Mio orange tangerine. What's like, a Mio? It's, it's a, a it's a water enhancer. It's a water enhancer. But I tried the orange tangerine like vitamins one uh, just now, dude. It's like liquid orange Tic Tac. Wow. This is very intense. So you love it? I think I do. It rules. <laughs> Go on. Uh, and so a little while after his kind of reintroduction post-crisis, they uh, came up with the idea that he taps into something called the red, kind of mm-hmm. like Swamp green. Thing taps into the green. So it's the, I don't know. Is, is, there, is there another color as well? 
Yeah, there's a, uh, the black. Well, there's black. a lot of colors, bro. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, how how early did this happen? Is this like a one of his original things or what? No, this was post the Grant Morrison run. So this was in the 90s. This okay. Happened. This is what I was reading. Yeah, because when I read that, I was like, so that thing you just said, like tapping into the red, I yeah. was like, that's super cool. I can't imagine that being a thing in the 60s. Was, right, it was not. That was after the reimagining from right. Grant Morrison. So when we're talking about I'm sorry, one more yeah. real quick question. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Isn't the show to know more deprecate, about the fucking character? Deprecate yourself, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dickhead for derailing this. Thank you. Uh, and somebody should run me over. All right, now ask your question. But you should get points for acknowledging that. I guess so, but like negative points. <laughs> I think Cat's your villain. Put me, yeah. <laughs> Tries to always pump me up, yeah. but... <laughs> Boy, does it deflate me. I'm like in the red on Jeopardy. Just straight up loser. Don't even make it a final Jeopardy. That's my how my numbers work. Get to your question. Oh, question. That's right. Um, shit. Oh, yeah. Um, is, he, is he... He is DC. Yes. But did he run anywhere else? Was he like a um, vertigo at all? Yes. Okay. So I will talk about that. Thank you, Fro. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Maybe we should stop fucking well, Matt up. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is thank you for stealing my thunder, you piece of garbage. Ah, right. I I am straight up garbage. You were, you were just reminding him. I was trying to remind him, but you were trying to give him a layup. A Due to that, <laughs> he now is fucked up, and that was wrong. So fuck me, right? Yeah. So I would say there are two like major animal man arcs that I think that everyone should read. So there's the Grant Morrison arc, which is when they first did the reimagining. And the idea behind him is that he's, he was uh, working as a stuntman using his abilities as a stuntman. He has a family, but he's trying to figure out how to be a hero at the same time. And being a hero wearing those tights isn't paying the bills, um, but he feels like he should be doing something good with the abilities that he's been given. So that's kind of the, the backstory, but then Grant Morrison, if you've ever read any Grant Morrison stuff, like wanted to also make it fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this whole fourth wall breaking aspect of it. And, uh, you know, I was flipping through last night, kind of preparing for this. And there's this great page is this full page where he's looking right at the reader and talking to the reader. And he's terrified. And he says, I can see you. Uh, and then the last Ooh, weird, yeah. And the last episode of the Grant Morrison run, he actually meets Grant Morrison. And okay, <laughs> they have he has a conversation about him being the writer and how he controls everything in his world, and you know how he can make anything he wants happen to him. So right after the Morrison run, they moved him from DC proper to Vertigo, and so he had less connection with the regular DC universe and was just a Vertigo character. And if you buy the Grant Morrison volumes, uh, there's three trades. They are they say Vertigo on them, even though at the time it was technically just a DC book. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, he joined the Justice League International around this time and, of course, had some ties to Swamp Thing due to the red and the green that was introduced right after the Grant Morrison run. Oh, and the Grant Morrison run even has like a Wiley Coyote thing. Um, huh. Oh, there it is. That I can see. Yeah, he pulled it up. So there's like a Wiley Coyote bit and oh, weird. reminiscent to the old Warner Brothers cartoons where like the artist would jump in. That's a in. Looney Tunes thing. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, Donald Duck. Daffy Duck. I am Deprecate. a fucking idiot. Deprecate. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Somebody please 
draw me on a piece of paper, and then just start erasing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it is the Looney Tunes. That is the famous Looney Tunes cartoon where yeah. they redraw and draw Daffy Duck, but there are moments in like a Wile E. Coyote where they, they'll just, the artist will throw something in. And uh, so they bring that into it, and it's like an anthropomorphized, uh, you know, Wile E. Coyote. Wiley, man. What? I love that page. Just He yeah. looks so scared that he can see, he can see the audience. Hmm. Uh, and then so pre Deadpool, huh? Um, when did Deadpool come? It might have been right around the same time. Hmm. Uh, I'm not 100 percent certain when Deadpool appeared, but this was in the early 90s, so it's you know around the same kind of time period. Uh, and then the other big one that I know Cat is really excited about is Jeff Lemire's New 52 run. Yeah, that, I read that one. I loved it. That's cool. I didn't know Jeff Lemire. Uh, Lemire. Lemire? You I can pronounce Lemire? things however you want, but I'm pretty sure Bro. it's Lemire. I'll say Lemire. Uh, I apparently am totally illiterate as well, so <laughs> I should get sent back to fucking grade school, and I'll probably fail anyway, so <laughs> put me in timeout, right? Uh, in that book, uh, they mix in horror elements. His daughter becomes like the, uh, the avatar of the Red, and at the same time, he's trying to do still do his work in Hollywood, and he's in an indie drama about washed-up superheroes called Tights, which I think is a really, really, really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are kind of the big reasons to know this character, like those two runs by two of the all-time, I, I would say, great writers that have worked at DC, um, really put their own unique spin on them. Uh, you can read them each without having read any other Animal Man. They're very like, self-contained and they make a lot of sense. Uh, they both do like the family story, which is interesting, uh, while also mixing in the superhero stuff and then the fourth wall breaking stuff and the Graham Morrison and the kind of horror stuff and the Jeff Lemire. Uh, and they're both real cool. Yeah, I've only ever read the Jeff Lemire run um, and the like body horror aspect of it that he embraces is really cool, but yeah. still also having like family drama um and it reads almost like an indie even though it's like a well-known superhero so it's it's a really interesting take on it well known enough to be in a washed up superhero yeah called <laughs> yeah definitely um also so one thing though you know to to be wary of if you go back and read the morrison run is because it was in the dc universe proper there are moments when it like has to interact with the rest of the dc universe and it's less like a self-contained story so like nowadays like if you know you get someone like grant morrison on a book they can write their book and do whatever the hell they want and not have to worry about it like grant morrison's green lantern um or even the jeff lemire run like you don't have to know what's going on in the rest of the universe but if you go back and read this grant morrison run from back in the day there's they were still trying to tie things closely together there's one moment where superman just shows up to say hello and then flies away it's very strange um and because he joins the Justice League International, there's a moment where like Martian Manhunter shows up and he's like, oh, let's install some security in your house. And it's really kind of takes you out of the main arc that Morrison's trying to tell. Hmm. Uh, another thing that Morrison adds to the character, which I think makes a lot of sense and works really well, is that he's a vegetarian and really strongly believes in it because he has this connection to, to animals, animals that he wouldn't want to eat animals. Um, I think it's kind of like a beast boy. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. But I think it's kind of weird because if he's tapping into lions, you would understand the the nature of it, and it's just like, so oh, the, did I did I just cause something? So there's a moment in the book where his son is eating a hamburger, uh, kind of incognito, and he's like, "What are you doing? You know, we don't do that. We're, we're our family is a vegetarian." He's like, 
dad, being a vegetarian sucks. <laughs> and, <laughs> Hell yeah. And he's like, and he says, how come our cat can eat, can eat meat and we can't? And he said, well, cats have to eat meat or they'll die. We have the ability to make that choice. And then, you know, he goes on to kind of a Grant Morrison-y rant about it, which for me personally as a vegetarian, I was like, yeah, this book fucking rules. Uh, you're a vegan. <laughs> right. You're a step below. A step below. <laughs> what level What does vegan that make you? you? I'm just trash. Utter <laughs> trash. I'm just, lower. You, you eat trash. I am what Dumpster is dead. on the bottom of trash barrels, that like garbage juice. That is my actual source of... Uh, <laughs> You know, nutrients. Wow. I'm not worth actually feeding. Do you ever work food service, bro? Uh, yeah. Because, man, the garbage juice at the bottom when, you, when you're Ooh. working at like a fast food joint mm-hmm. is it's really real something. Gross. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's pretty bad. So I'm, I'm in the same vein. If someone fell in it, they would turn into a mutant. Oh, my God. Yeah. It would be like yeah. a the toxic event. Yeah, exactly. Sludge from Robocop. <laughs> I'd buy that for a pile dollar. from Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why is it uh, worth uh, your time to know who this character is? I mean, I think Grant Morrison, I find, I feel, is one of the all-time greats, and I think that Jeff Lemire is a current great. Um, so knowing their work, if you love comics, I think that you should definitely read as much Grant Morrison and Jeff Lemire as possible. I think sometimes Jeff Lemire gets shit in that his creator own stuff is much better than his kind of superhero company superhero stuff. IP stuff except for his animal man animal man at the time of the new 52 was widely considered the best new 52 book way better than uh the justice league stuff going on at the time Graham Superman. Morrison. well actually Graham Morrison was doing action comics and that first storyline of action comics was kind of good doesn't Jeff Lemire write for or at least for a period of time wrote for justice league after he did Animal Man. He's right now. He's doing a Justice League crossover, and he's yeah, that's what I'm done. Of. Yeah, he's doing a uh, his creator on Black Hammer is oh, crossing cool. over with Justice League. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Is Black Hammer a Hellboy thing? No, it's published by Dark Horse, but it is now related to Hellboy. It is his own superhero universe that Jeff Lemire has created. That each character is inspired by another famous superhero kind of thing. Huh. Uh, it's really really good because he you know because he owns everything he can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. in like a watchman-y kind of way yeah uh, i would say watchman is maybe the closest thing you can compare it to but it's very very good anyway so because i think that this character he's definitely not an a-list superhero right the only time he was in the justice league is when it was justice league international which the point of it was c-list superheroes right but because he's been written by two immense Well-known. talents mm-hmm. that it's makes that you know makes it worth your time and i think the both of those runs uh you know are definitely you know dc has a lot of those runs that you can always go back to i think that are kind of evergreen like a watchman or dark knight returns or year one or something like that and i think that these uh stand the test of time like those books why do you think these two guys got on an animal man book like so, as opposed to like we're gonna put you on justice league we know your body work but like We'll give you Animal Man. So this, the Grant Morrison one was before he was the Grant Morrison that we all know, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Grant Morrison did a Justice League run and, and a wildly, widely acclaimed Justice League run later on when they were finally like, okay, let's actually not have the Justice League be like B and C-list characters. Let's make the Justice League what everyone thinks of the Justice League as, uh, even though Superman had his mullet at the time. Sick, dude. <laughs> um, so, and I think it was an opportunity for him to 
reimagine the character in a way that he saw that you know he had a lot of control over uh, and it inspired a lot of the works that came after and then i think when new 52 came up and they were like all right we're relaunching every book we want 52 titles so you know it's not, not everything is going to be a batman book and i think at that point lemire kind of he saw that graham morrison had done some great work along with other creators and he was like all right let me let me see if i can put my own spin on this and, and did really successfully and I, I think, too, that because he's not, like, an A-lister superhero title for DC, there's a little more room and freedom to be creative with him. Um, yeah, so, you don't have, like, editorial barking, like, oh, you can't do that with Batman. Right, right. right. Like, I, I love Scott Snyder, and I think he's done some great things for Batman, but I think being able to pull in... Um, a bigger independent voice like Jeff Lemire and be like, hey, you have more room to run around. You've done some really crazy, innovative things in comics. Take one of our heroes and do whatever you want because there's not as much spotlight on him. Um, definitely did them favors for that choice too. Definitely. For sure. So major villains, uh, Buwana Beast. What? Buwana Beast. <laughs> what? Buwana Beast. That's all you got to say about him. How do you even spell that? B W A. It's yeah, B apostrophe W. <laughs> Buana Beast. Uh, so he he mixes up with him. Uh, also, Mirror Master for whatever reason is is kind of major in that first story arc uh, in the Grand and uh, the Morrison book. Yo, is this guy a Luchador. Matt, pull the picture up of what him Buana Beast. Put it on the big yeah, screen. All I have is your recording. The fuck is that? Buana Beast, yeah. baby. It's a Luchador. He kind of looks like a Luchador. Yeah, he had his yeah. own book. Uh, no, that was part of the showcase series, actually. Um, and then uh, animal testing. He's fighting against animal testing. He's like you know, math. He's worked with some uh, some eco terrorists. Like math. Math man. No. Man math. Man, man math. math. Shit. Careful. <laughs> we don't want to summon him. Yeah. Ever. No, you do not. <laughs> then he's gonna bring narcolepto, and we're all gonna be asleep. The, yeah. just, the Justice League of Fro. God, someone's got to draw that. <laughs> someone's, we got to put this team together. Bawana Ray Bill. That's weird. Um, okay, this guy's shit. Shit. Um, and then, you know, he's obviously, he's got ties to Swamp Thing. Because he feud with Swamp Thing. I wouldn't say a feud, because they're, you know, two sides of the same coin, right? They both, the red needs the green, and the green needs the red. So they, they're on kind of the same side of things. But in that whole... What do they call it? The Justice League dark side of the universe now? That's definitely his realm these days, even though he's still, he's not a dark character in and of himself. He just kind of gets lumped. He gets pulled in with that and does the horror stuff, but then goes home like with his family and loves his kids and his wife. <laughs> kids and wife. Um, There's a major, one of the biggest things in the Morrison run I, I kind of want to talk about, but it's kind of a spoiler for anybody that's interested in reading it. And it, How old is this uh, book again? It's from the early 90s. Yeah, so you're fine. Okay. So uh, his family is murdered there. And like he comes home and bam, his family's all dead on the kitchen floor, like been shot. And then he goes and has this conversation with Grant Morrison. And Grant Morrison's telling him like, oh, yeah, no, it just doesn't sell. Like your shit doesn't sell. They're canceling the book. I'm jumping off, you know, and like almost talking about the industry and like why – you know, and, and Animal Man's like, so you're the reason why all these terrible things happen to me constantly? Like, can't you just, like, give me something nice? And he's like, yeah, the readers wouldn't be into it, though. They, would, <laughs> they wouldn't believe it. And he's like, can't you just say that it was all a dream? He's like, no, 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 that that doesn't work. And the com- comics need to be realistic now. It's, 
you know, it's got to be gritty and real. And he's like, that's fucking bullshit. Uh, but then he leaves the, you know, kind of weird Grant Morrison world and comes back into his home and his family's just there alive again. Like it was the gift from Grant Morrison is to give him his family back. And uh, they've been alive ever since. What a nice man that Morrison is. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> it's kind of weird though. Yeah. Since you said that it was kind of like the early days of Grant Morrison that he, uh, he would write himself into the comics. Yeah. Cause he's a, uh, I don't know. He loves himself a little bit. It's just kind of weird, like, that early. He's got a really high uh, opinion of himself. Mm, Interesting. I think it was unique at the time for comics, and now, you know, after Deadpool, where the fourth wall breaking is kind of old hat, but at the time, it was cool. Um, Yeah, it's, I mean, the first time for everything is always the best time for it. For sure. Uh, And then he is a character that has died and been brought back to life, so when they did the Blackest Night arc, he was someone that became, or yeah, he was someone that became a Black Lantern. as like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other questions do you it's folks have? It's a good book. Um, so it seems like a lot of uh, the storyline with him, uh, it's very much like uh, an internal struggle type of character. Yeah, because he needs, he wants to be a hero, but how's he a hero and also feed his family and? Then figuring out what do these powers mean and why do these aliens do this to me and what is the red and how am I connected to this and, you know, the world that we live in, how do I, you know, be a vegetarian and, uh, you know, in the society that we are and the animal testing and all this stuff that is constantly warring on him. Right. So, I mean, is there, I mean, I don't have many other questions. I, I really liked what I read, like I've, I've stated many a time, but, right. uh. So what other, if any, <clears throat> iterations uh, or adaptations in other media is Well, there? Matt, I'm really glad you asked this. And this is really going to turn you on. All right. I'm ready to Google it. So Wait they, for his boner. So they did, <laughs> DC did this run of uh, shorts, animated shorts called <sighs> DC Nation I love shorts. shorts. I'm wearing shorts right now. Yep. They're about 30 seconds long. And they did four Animal Man shorts, each 30 seconds long, really quick. They're like little one jokes. And the joke in each episode is that uh, he'll show up to something where people are in danger and then save an animal instead and be like, see you later. (laughs) And the guy who does Animal Man's voice is Weird Al. (laughs) What are these on? Pull it up. They're on the internet. Uh, They're on the DC streaming app, but they're also on YouTube. All right. To YouTube we go. So there's a moment where like Darkseid has come and basically conquered Earth. An animal man comes and swoops in and yells at a guy for leaving his dog tied to a a, a yep, meter bench or whatever. Yeah, and like then flies off, doesn't care. Uh, there's one where Captain Cold is robbing a bank, and Captain Cold and so Animal Man swoops in, and he only swoops in because Captain Cold almost stepped on a mouse and on. swipes the mouse out of the way. Oh. And he's like, "All right, carry on your banking transaction." You gonna play one? I I sure will. Yeah, only thirty seconds. They're very funny. And I didn't even know it was Weird Al. This one's a minute. He does. There's a, two of them. Then he, Weird Al does the voice of uh, Dark Side too for a, a Titans. Does he really? Titans episode. I yeah. did weird. not know that. That is amazing. <laughs> is it? Is it Teen Titans Go? Go. Yeah. yeah. He, Animal Man's also in the background of the Teen Titans Go to the movies, which is an awesome movie. I love that movie. So it much. really is fun. Yeah. Play it, you oh, dummy. I'm trying to. Here we go. Oh yeah. See, so this is too. This is a robbery. I said freeze. (laughs) 
<laughs> so here, Animal Man is on a wire, <laughs> basically acting like a bird, and he hears it. Oh, that's yeah. Stop right there. <laughs> I put a your banking transactions, citizens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking funny. Uh, you gotta watch that, everybody. That's so good. Is it only, you know, it's like really quick, 30 seconds or so. Uh, there's only four of them, but they're so good and so clever. Um, that's kind of it outside of, you know, again, he's in the theater and Teen Titans go to the movies and he's controlled at the end as, as one of the bad guys, but I don't think he has any dialogue, if I remember. So yeah. it's just kind of, just kind of appears. But yeah. has he been in uh, any of the like Justice League cartoons? No, 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 nothing in Justice League Unlimited, nothing like that. Which I think he would have been a good fit, right? Um, and he's never been in any of the animated direct-to-home video movies or anything like that. It's kind of um, wild. Yeah, I know they had the question for heaven. I was sake. saying the question is, I feel like is lower than Animal Man personally. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, something that you could use more. If, especially if you're putting like a kid show, it's like, yeah, this guy has po- yeah. the powers to step into an animals, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Like, people seem to like Aquaman, and he's way better than Aquaman. <laughs> right. Oh, seriously. <laughs> he is definitely better than Aquaman. Yeah. He's got a better costume. Yeah. His it's, powers are cooler, I think. He's better overall. Yeah. Actually, I do have a question about his powers. Yeah. Is he just tapping into animal abilities? So, like, I don't know. He's like, he's a bear. Like, does he turn into a bear no. of sorts? Does he just have the strength of a bear? Strength of a bear. Okay. like The napping ability of a bear. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, fuck, it's too cold. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. Uh, yeah, so like if there's a bird and nearby, he can fly. Proximity. Yes. Okay, it's not like, because with obviously Swamp Thing, he can tap into the green, so it's like kind of everywhere to a degree? Yeah, well, the whole world is made of the green, Okay. whereas the red is like on top of that, right? Okay. okay. Yeah, it's the fauna. Right. Yeah. So does he get claws if he kind of like channels a sloth? I don't think he ever physically transforms. It does not like really no. morph if in That's any what way. you've been asking. Like, so like, a, you know, there's a moment in the Grant Morrison towards the end where he's talking to uh, Martian Manhunter and he's like, I, I wish I understood my powers. This is before he figured out the red thing. Right. He's like, how can I breathe underwater if I don't get gills? Right. It doesn't make sense. I don't know how it happens, but I can. Hmm. Um, and, you know, say that's what aliens will do to you, man. I like that. That quandary is like, I just don't get my power. Like, it yeah. happens, but, like, what the fuck is really going on? Yeah. That feels very realistic. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, he can fly, but does he have, like, he doesn't wing. Does he, he doesn't flap his arms, or is he just, like, flying? <laughs> In that animated short, he's flapping his arms, but no, he doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. He just flies like a regular old superhero. So, this is kind of similar to that other character. It's like a woman. Uh, like a, Vixen? Yeah. She's got the totem. That she taps into animal kind of powers as well? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and they've they've coexisted, and he there was a, a storyline where he was trapped in her totem by a trickster god, not Loki, but right. and Nazi or something like that. Um, yes. So, uh, what are we doing? Fantasy bookings. Fantasy bookings. Who are you putting them up against? I think uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh. Spider Man. <laughs> Tapping into spiders. Tapping into spiders. Um, but then when I was thinking about Spider Man, Craven the Hunter, because. Uh, he the hunting aspect of it. I know that that's cool. Our friend Buddy Buddy Baker would not be okay with that, but like 
man, you don't get a better hunter than Craven the Hunter. I think that's he always a, gets his man. I think that's a really cool adversary too, because it's like, oh, you are, he's almost a more perfect uh, yeah. hunt than Spider Man. Is like, no, you are animals. Yeah, <laughs> right. So that's cool. And also, he's the complete anti- uh, antithesis of Animal Man because he doesn't kill to survive; he kills for trophy. Right. Mm. Uh, and then Deadpool, if we're doing a fourth wall breaking thing. I want them only to have a fourth wall off. <laughs> <laughs> I could break the fourth wall way better than you can. Right. Uh, yeah, and it's it's weird. So Deadpool does it in a way where it's like, haha, it's funny, and I know we're in a comic book, so nothing matters, and I can do ridiculous things, and I'll talk to the audience. Where is an animal man? He's like, what the fuck is going on? Why can I see that there is someone watching me? It's kind of like, like a creator. It's like that Netflix uh, Black Mirror special they had. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you Bandersnatch? There? Yeah, mm-hmm. which was weird. It did scare me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think you were ever scared by anything. Uh, I'm not, except for that. Except and your shoulders. And my, oh my god, I just <laughs> put my arms down. <laughs> um, so I would, if I could, fantasy book animal man, animal man, animal man against something or with someone, I suppose. I think I would put animal man. I know this is kind of redundant because he uh, he's already worked with the DC version, but. I want to see how he interacts with Man Thing. Oh yeah, hmm. instead of Swamp Thing. Yeah, because I mean, they're very somewhat similar, but Swamp Thing's very much more of a uh, uh, he has a you know more human esque nature about him versus Man Thing's really kind of just like this this thing that exists. Well, Swamp Thing thinks he's human, but he's not. Uh, did you ever read the R.L. Stein Man Thing book from a couple of years ago? What did you say, R.L. Stein Man? Oh, oh, Man Thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did actually. I did. Was it any good? Um, because I thought it, it seemed like more of a stunt than anything. Like not like, hey, this is going to be a good book, but hey, kids, you read Green uh, Goosebumps. Sorry, you read Goosebumps as a kid. This guy's writing Marvel. You should read Marvel. It's weird that he. Um, so in that book, it was very much like. A, I don't. I don't think R.L. Stein really understood Man Thing. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> and he was probably just like. Oh, that's a cool-looking monster. I write books about monsters. <laughs> I can do this book. Um, whereas, like, Man-Thing, like, kills motherfuckers and, like, is pretty, like, intense at times. Um, so it was a fun idea, and I think it lasted as long as it needed to. Yeah, it's another, like, Marvel likes their stunt writers. I guess the whole in- industry does, but you know, they've got J.J. Abrams and his son writing Spider-Man. They have yeah, that's a uh, weird choice. Max Bemis. What? Yeah, Max Bemis writes for Marvel. Um, I believe he writes. What does he write? I'll look it up. Did Jodie Picoult write Wonder Woman? Yeah. Who's that? She, she was a, a famous women's novelist. Like My Sister's Keeper. Yeah. All those like really sad. Sappy women's yeah. novels Yeah, that you buy in the drugstore. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Not That's quite. Judy but, Bloom. Uh, <laughs> let's get Judy Bloom to write some stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Max Bemis writes Moon Knight. Oh, that yeah. makes so much sense. That book is good, too. <laughs> yeah, he writes Moon Knight. Uh, CM Punk writes for Marvel. He oh. did. I don't know if he still is. He was doing the Guardian stuff. But I think CM Punk like legitimately is interested in being a writer. He's a comic for that. guy. He's, so. Yeah, he's not. he doesn't want to do it for the stunt. Right. Like but some JJ, people don't necessarily. J.J. Like Abrams doesn't care, right? <laughs> you never know. I, I would be... J.J. Abrams, if just like he made two Star Trek movies and two Star Wars movies. He doesn't yeah. need to write... Funny books for a living. No. It's not like he's hard up for the cash. Um, they even got Richard Donner to like co-write a Superman, and it was, it was absolutely a stunt. 
<laughs> Let's see. If I was a fantasy book animal man, animal man, <clears throat> I would have him team up with Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> okay. And see how that works out. Animal liberation, baby. Uh, see how he channels into him or taps into animals' powers. He's a kick-ass drummer uh, now. I'm sure there was a Muppet comic at some point. Uh, Absolutely. I would have him also have a box of animal crackers nearby. <laughs> and uh, Are animal crackers vegan? I don't you know. You tell us. I don't care. <laughs> Swedish fish are. They certainly are. That's weird. Um, <laughs> and uh, street sharks. Oh, that's a good one. Right? But not the Ninja Turtles. Oh, right. That's probably the biggest uh, comic book that has to do with animals of sorts, to a degree. Uh, what about Battletoads? Was, uh, What's that other one? There was the... Um, was it Sharks That Flew Jets or something? Sharks That Flew Jets. Am I are you talking about up? SWAT Cats? SWAT Cats. SWAT that's cats. exactly what I was thinking of. Thank you. <laughs> You're no, welcome. Definitely not Sharks. It's Street Sharks threw me off, but yeah, yeah, yeah. SWAT Cats. Yeah. Uh, and him on Tailspin. Okay. We I'm get, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kat, could you please uh, rescue yes. us from this? Yes, yes, yes. So I think to face off, I would put him against Manbat. Oh, um, that was a good one. I think that would be really fun to watch. How did I not think of that? Man, um, Manbat rules. Yeah, Manbat's great. Maybe uh, a future episode. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, and then in terms of team-ups to keep him in a Lemire property, uh, Gus from Sweet Tooth. Um, mm. And just oh. kind of in Jeopard and being around all the little animal children and pulling different uh, abilities from the animal kids nearby. Animal children. That is brilliant. Yeah. Little Man, What a good book. Oh, yeah. uh, I would also. That might be future. I would also put him with Dr. Moreau. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that works. That'd be horrific. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that, that Batman the Animated Series episode where. Uh, Batman and Catwoman go to basically the island of Dr. Moreau and she gets turned into a cat person. Sexy ass cat person. Sexy ass cat person. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I recently went and saw our friend Cat, who's not a cat person, but she's yes. a person named Cat. And she talked about going to a furry convention. So I think she I knows did. about the sexy ass cats. Yeah, there are some really sexy cats there. Wolves are uh, a, a more um, popular wolves and dogs specifically. Um, we can do a lot of grooming. Yeah. There's a lot of wolf suits. <laughs> um, well, it's very yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, animal crackers. Yeah, animal crackers. Uh, do not contain milk powder. So Love I think it. they are vegan friendly. I thought she was jumping on board the uh, fantasy book and <laughs> animal crackers as well. I was like, hey, not bad. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Cat, uh, final thoughts on Animal Man? I, uh, I think he's sweet. I want to read more of him. I definitely recommend the Lemire run. I'm interested in the Morrison run. Um, it's only three trades. Yeah. It's not crazy long. But yeah, he's cool. Check him out. Cool. Uh, I also think he's great. The imagery in that, uh, that run that I read is incredible. So it must be the Lemire run. I'm thinking New Fifty Two, yeah. where it's like yeah, New Fifty Two, red like real, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really that covers like iconic, veiny, I feel like. yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I, like I said at the top, I love this character more so than I, I do its, you know, service. Uh, so I'm a big fan of Animal Man. I just wish I, uh, I wish there was more of them, and I, and I there's wish plenty had for more, me to read. More time in the day to read. More, more time things. in the day. Yeah, Fro. Uh, I'm intrigued by him. I don't know enough about him uh i think he's still a little confusing since he doesn't like he doesn't morph at all into anything uh which i would think would happen but man whatever uh but i'm, I'm curious but by Beast him Beast boy already does that yeah i know but like 
They were kind oh, of. Oh, they would have been a good team up. Yeah. Too. Then you if only two you could go back in time and say that <laughs> instead. I know. I, but I am intrigued. Uh, you know, I do really like uh, Jeff Lemire. Uh, so, you know, I I will attempt to read that at some point. But I'm not good at reading, as I've already spoken about, because I'm a fucking idiot, <laughs> stupid fuck ass. <laughs> stupid fuck ass. Yeah, this is my. I, this might be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> my favorite hero. <laughs> he's not the hero we uh, deserve. <laughs> but he's the hero that we need. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, uh, everyone, so much. Cat, uh, where can people find you? Uh, at Conquest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and wasted-wines.com. Cool. Uh, Matt, Ooh. where can people find you? Glacier Band, right? Or here on the Make Fun Network and our lovely show, Turks. This Rules, This Sucks, where Fro takes hard stances. That's right. He sure does. No pussyfooting. Mm-hmm. No pussyfooting around. And uh, Fro, where can people find you? Uh, in the bathroom in a minute, because I have to pee so bad. <laughs> this man's got to pee. He drank that water so fast. Yeah, really I did, did, and it went right through me. So, yeah, in the bathroom. And uh, yeah, where can you, people find you, Matt? Uh, you can find me at Eat Shit Bye. <laughs>